I got a question about extended fasting earlier in the week, and I'd forgotten about how much I used to extend fast. This is an important topic because there's some misconceptions about extended fasting that I want to clear up. So this week, I'm talking all about extended fasts, what you need to know before you start one, how to hang in there and not quit while you're on your extended fast, and most importantly, how to break an extended fast. So let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to the OMAD Mama podcast. My name is Marty Meshubi, and this is your resource for everything OMAD, intermittent fasting, and health. OMAD stands for one meal a day. It just means that you eat within a one hour period and fast for the remaining 23 hours of the day. There are so many different ways to fast, and we'll talk about those on this podcast. I have learned so much from my own OMAD and intermittent fasting journey, and I wanted to share with as many people as I could, so I decided to start this podcast. I also love talking with others who have incorporated OMAD and fasting in their life's journey, and I'm hoping to share their stories on this podcast as well. I found OMAD and fasting and it completely reprogrammed my relationship with food while getting me in the best shape of my life. I'll be sharing my journey, advice, recipes, and tips that will keep you successful on your OMAD journey to a stronger and healthier you. This lifestyle has changed my life, so keep listening. It may very well change your life too. Extended fasting is when you fast longer than 48 hours. Not to be confused with alternate day fasting, where you're alternating the days when you eat. Sumaya Kazi, whom I am now proud to call a friend and and an all-around amazing, inspirational woman, does this type of fasting regimen. So you eat one day, and then you fast the next, and you eat the following day, and then you fast the next, and so on and so forth. If you aren't already following her, you need to. She gives really great fasting advice. But I digress. So extended fasting should not be confused with alternate day fasting. Um, these are two very different things. Just because you you actually fast one full day, um, that's not really considered an extended fast. You really have to go beyond, um, you know, once you start hitting 42, 48 um, uh, 72 hours or so, uh, those are more uh, known as extended fasts. So if you've been following or listening to me for a while, you've heard me talk about extended fasts and how beneficial they are to the body. After building my fasting muscle, I started doing extended fasts. At one point, I was doing extended fasting about once a week. And I always felt clear-headed, I had amazing energy, and I felt my best when I was right in the middle of an extended fast. I had so much energy. You'd think I took a Red Bull or something. I mean, I was working, running errands, just moving, and I loved it, and I was so focused. Um, I started off doing it for the weight loss, but then ended up really loving it because of the advantages that came with extended fasting. Extended fasts allow you to reach a certain level of cell rejuvenation, autophagy, increased growth hormones, um, and that promotes lean muscle and fat loss. 
So extended fasting is pretty beneficial all the way around. Now, another benefit of extended fast is the loss of cravings, at least for the time I was on the fast. I mean, I have a really, and I say this all the time, I think everybody knows that I have a really bad sweet tooth. Um, And I would crave all kinds of sweet treats, especially when I started out. But over time, I noticed that my cravings began to decrease and I could I could actually go for days without having something sweet. And and I was all right. Like I didn't feel cranky or anything like that. I I really it I really experienced uh an amazing sense of self-discipline, um re- reduction in cravings and just overall health. Like I was really feeling great. The other thing I've learned to appreciate and really love about uh extended fasting and really fasting in general um I should pause here and say right now I don't do as much uh ex- I actually don't do any extended fast anymore um because I'm at my goal weight I've actually exceeded my goal weight so I'm no longer doing extended fast but at the time what I really appreciated about it was that um you can just get up and go and really now I it's the same because I just do my 23-1 and I know most of you who fast will will find this to be true is that you really just get up and go. You're not worried about, you know, what you're going to have for breakfast or what you're going to eat throughout the day um, because you're just, you know, you just get up, you get your things done, you get your errands done. You know, these days I do dinner, laundry, house cleaning, everything. Um, and And it's crazy the amount of energy you have to just keep going. Um, and so... I also remember when I was doing um, extended fasting was that staying up to staying up late to work was not a problem. Um, back in the day when I had to stay up and work on a project or something, I'd have all the snacks <laughs> on the desk, uh, chips, chocolate, drinks, um, all kinds of foods, uh, just munching, just munching away. Um, and now, even though I'm not extended fasting, but I still fast my, I still do my OMAD. But if I have to work late or if I'm working on a project late at night, there are no bags of chips or chocolate or anything. There no, there's nothing really. I, I just don't even think twice about it. I'm just plowing through my work um, and I'm running on pure ketones. It's amazing. <laughs> I do talk about... Um, the benefits of fasting in greater detail um, on previous podcast episodes. So if you're interested in that, just scroll right on up and you will find uh, the episodes where I talk about the benefits of fasting and, and so on. And I also have a lot of information on my website, so you can check that out, www.omadmama.com. And you can always check out the Instagram page. There are lots of, there's lots of information on there as well. So how do you prepare for an extended fast? What do you need to know before you start? First, I would suggest you have worked your way up to a longer fast before diving into an extended fast. If you haven't fasted for longer than 20 plus hours, you might want to work your way up to a 24-hour fast or a 36-hour fast. 
and see how you feel, see how your body responds. This is the same advice I would give to someone who is interested in doing OMAD. Um, it may not be that easy to just fast for 23 hours in the day and wait to eat um, for one hour in that day. Uh, that's not something that everybody can do unless you kind of work your way up to it. Now, some people just do it cold turkey. It's super easy. It's not a big deal. But for most people, it's a little bit of a challenge. So I would uh, offer the same advice I do for those interested in doing OMAD. Kind of work your way up. You know, start with a 12-hour, do a 16-hour, do an 18-hour, um, and, and work your way up to longer fasts. And before you know it, if your goal is to do an extended fast, a longer fast, um, you can you can actually work your way up to doing that and, and be very successful at doing it. In preparing for an extended fast, you also want to make sure you're mentally prepared. Going for an extended period of time without eating can be a real stress to your body, mentally and physically. While you might see others online going on about how long they fasted, it really takes time to get there. You don't want to jump into it and then quit because you're not prepared. Um, so that's another really good piece of advice is don't get so bogged down on what other people are saying and doing online. Um, extended fasting is really not something that you can decide to do overnight. You really do have to work your way up to um, that extended amount of time. And so you want to be mentally and physically ready and prepared to tackle that and take that on. I want to spend a little more time on talking about being physically prepared and physically well to undergo an extended fast. I always have to put in a caveat when discussing these issues because I am not a medical doctor, so I cannot provide you with medical advice, nor should you use my podcast as your source for medical advice. And I say that after the podcast episode is over, but I felt like I had to say it here too. The only thing um, I can advise is for you to seek out medical support and medical opinion. If you think you might want to do an extended fast, but you are unsure of your health situation. Um, and, I, and I say this because the other uh, benefit of extended fasting, and even fasting, just, just fasting in general, is the benefits to your health, to your overall health. Um, fasting has been shown to improve um, the risk of, uh, or to decrease the risk of diabetes, to decrease cardiovascular disease. Um, it's been shown to improve brain uh, function. So all types of really good health issues, fasting is really uh, up there and really supportive of, um, of your health. But you still, if you do have challenges with your health, like if you are a diabetic or if you're having heart problems or um, if you, any anything, cancer, whatever it is, uh, I would strongly recommend that you seek medical advice before fasting before, and definitely before extended fasting. You want to definitely make sure that you seek medical advice before starting on any journey like this. You might actually find that your doctor works hand in hand with you on this. Um, many more in the medical community are coming on board with the intermittent fasting 
um, uh, train and and they're suggesting it for their patients. So don't be surprised if you tell your doctor you are an intermittent faster um, and might be thinking about extended fasting. Don't be surprised if they are a proponent of that and just trying to really help you navigate what that looks like. Okay, what about food? What should you eat? If you're planning an extended fast, whether it be for 48 hours, 72 hours, or 96 hours, you need to make sure you plan accordingly when it comes to what you put into your body before you begin. Your best bet will be to go for foods that are rich in nutrients, filling and satisfying. This will sound like a broken record because it's also the same for when you're doing a regular fast as well. Um, You'll do better on your fast if you choose whole real foods that are high in good complex carbohydrates, things like brown rice, beans, multigrain breads, legumes, spinach, fruits, Um, and I can go on and on. Um, Focus on things like avocados and coconut oils and ghee and nuts eat all the meats (laughs) but try and cook them in some good oils like um like avocado oil or ghee and um and this actually this reminds me of a post I put up the other day on my Instagram page of a meal I had um I think it was a huge squash salad the one I love from Costco regular followers you know the one I'm talking about (laughs) I could eat that salad every day if I had to. It's filled with pecans, cranberries, feta cheese, and squash, all topped with a white balsamic vinaigrette. It's so good. And I always add, you know, some avocados or some meatballs. Um, And we love meatballs in our house. And I I actually uh, make them out of ground beef. I roll them in some ghee and I use the air fryer. Um... And then I think I topped it with a fried egg. I mean, when I tell you, oh, I'm getting juicy mouth just thinking about it. (laughs) When I tell you that this is my go-to meal, I could literally eat that every day. It's it's really, really, it was was really good. Um, But anyway, again, I digress. (laughs) I said all that to say um, a meal like that is a really good um, starter, I think, for someone who's getting ready to start maybe like a 48-hour fast or, or something. It's it's really filling. And the, the most important part of that meal is all of the ingredients that are in there. You've got really healthy fats. You've got, you've got grains. You've got vegetables. You've got, um, you know, really good meats and things like that. And, and, that's going to fill you up and keep you satiated. Uh, and it's going to fuel your body to use energy more efficiently. I also sometimes play around with what I add in there. Some days I might add some Haitian rice or some red barley rice. Um, some other days I might add some multigrain bread. But either way, it's a super great meal and it's so yummy. So you can give that a try. Okay, so we talked about what extended fasting is, 
the benefits of extended fasting and what you need to know uh, as you prepare to extend fast. Um, now I want to get into how to hang in there and not quit when you're when you're on your extended fast. So you've prepared, your mind ready, your um, your body's ready, you feel good, your positive energy, you're ready to go. Um, but you get to day two, and you're like, ah, I don't think I can go on. The first thing you want to do is make sure you have been drinking a lot of water. Do not, guys, please do not do an extended fast dry. Um, and by dry, I mean no water, no tea, no coffee, nothing like that. Just completely dry. Just nothing. No water, anything. Um, because that's that's not safe. That's actually... Uh, will actually be detrimental to your body. You want to make sure that um, while you're on your fast, you're drinking plenty of water and you're also adding salts and electrolytes in your water. Now, many of you have heard me talk about this previously. You want to have a lot of water and you want to hydrate your body. You want to have sea salts nearby. I personally like to use the pink Himalayan salts, um, which I love and which work really well, but they're they're really not that different from regular sea salt. So you could use that. Um, the other important um, ingredient or, or tool that you want to have is your electrolytes. Remember that when you don't eat, um, you lose important salts. Your body is excreting a lot of toxins. You know, your, your body is um, breaking down cells and you're excreting all those toxins and all those broken down cells that you don't need, but you're also losing important salts that your body needs to maintain its homeostasis. Um, and so to balance this out, when, you are, when you're on a fast, uh, when you're especially on an, an extended fast, you want to make sure that um, you take your electrolytes and that you replenish with salts uh, that are lost when you're fasting. Some side effects that you might feel and experience when you are extended fasting that might have you running to the hills. <laughs> Things like constipation. You might experience some constipation. Extended fasting may sometimes cause constipation. But in order to help with that, all you have to do is take some magnesium. And, and that can be taken every day. I use a magnesium powder. Um, which contains no sugar, so it doesn't break my fast. Even though I don't extend fast anymore, I still, on occasion, uh, several times a week, will do uh, the magnesium powder just to keep me regular and just to make sure that I'm I'm getting the um, the the vitamins that I need uh, for my body. You want to find some support. Find some other friends, maybe on Instagram or some other people you know who are living an intermittent fasting life and are also looking to try extended fasting. This may be something that you'll be able to try together. Um, fasting together is always better than fasting alone, especially if you're trying to do an extended fast. So um, link up with some people online who you think may be doing extended fasting and say, hey, let's do this together um, and you can hold each other accountable. Uh, that's always really helpful. Stay busy. Now, I talked about this earlier. 
If you are busy, your mind is busy. If you remain idle, you'll just be thinking about food and what you want to eat and you'll be tempted and I have to have this and I have to have that. If you're focused and you are busy uh, doing stuff, maybe you're at home doing stuff around the house, cleaning, maybe you are at work, just keep your mind and keep yourself busy so you're not thinking about food and you're not tempted to grab something. Now, the last part about that is to really listen to your body. I know um, it can be difficult, uh, especially if you are just, uh, if this is new to you, if you are extended fasting, you know, you've never done it before and you've started and you really feel like this is not for me, I can't go on. Please, guys, listen to your body. And this goes for regular fast too. Like if you're doing a 16 hour fast and at hour 12, you just feel like I, I can't do this. Like I have a headache. I, I don't feel good. I'm feeling dizzy. Um, I've taken my electrolytes. I've, ta- I've drunk, I've, I've drank enough water. I've, you know, done everything I was supposed to do and I still feel like crap. Then stop, stop the fast, regroup, and then you can start again at a later time. Um, this is not, you know, um, it shouldn't be a stressful time for you. This should be something that you maybe are experimenting with or just trying to figure out if it's something that will work for you. And so you have to make it work and listen to your body. If you feel like you just can't uh, go on with it, then stop, regroup, and then think about if you want to continue to do it. All right. So how do you break an extended fast? Now, this, I think, is really important. Um, Not that everything I said before isn't, but this is super important because this is more than just I fasted for 20 hours and now I'm going to break my fast. Um, I'm not going to have chips because I don't want to spike my insulin. Yeah, all of that is great. Um, The only difference is when you extend fast, you want to be really, really careful at how you break that fast. What you might end up uh, experiencing if you don't break the fast appropriately is what's called the refeeding syndrome, where you develop chronic um, (laughs) uh, abdominal pain. You, You begin to feel really sick. You might throw up. You might have diarrhea. All types of horrible uh, uh, events may occur. And so you don't want that to happen. You want to really make sure you end your fast, you break your extended fast appropriately. So how do you do that? Um, you start with something light, like bone broth, um, just chicken bones, beef bones. Um, some people do fish bones, um, anything like that, that, that you can just uh, uh, create yourself. You can purchase it. Um, but something really simple and easy bone broth is the best way to break an extended fast. And then you give yourself some time. Don't immediately eat a huge meal because you haven't eaten for 48 hours or you haven't eaten for 72 hours. You will regret that guys. Trust me. (laughs) I'm speaking from experience. Um, so you don't want to do that. You really want to take your time, break that extended fast appropriately so that you do not end up getting sick or feeling 
um, horrible after, uh, after that extended fast. I would also go so far as to say, even that first day that you break that extended fast, don't, even after you have your bone broth, you know, and you wait a little bit, don't jump into a huge meal. Um, really take your time. Maybe have something light, uh, a small salad, um, uh, something like maybe a fruit bowl or um, some bread or something very light because what what's happening is that your body has to get used to getting that food and beginning to digest it again uh, because you haven't eaten for whether it was 48 or 72 or 96 however long it was it was a long time and your body now has to get used to processing that again and if you just really dig into a huge meal um it's not it's not going to be good guys so please please if you are thinking of extended fasting um and you don't remember anything else i've said (laughs) up to now know this when you break your extended fast make sure you take it easy on the foods that you reintroduce into your body um bone broth is good having some um, liquids, um, some water, some tea, some maybe maybe a juice, something just really light and simple. Um, and then gradually, you know, introduce, reintroduce foods back into your system. Now, I do want to stress two final points. Um, you should not use extended fasting as a tool to counteract overeating or binging. Um, that's not what that's about. That's not what extended fasting should be. It shouldn't be you punishing your body because you had a horrible weekend of eating a bunch of crap. Um, nor should you eat a bunch of crap and say, I'm going to go on an extended fast, um, because, you know, you, that's that's not going to work. That's really counterintuitive and it's it's counterproductive is what I should say. And that's just not um, very good for your body. Um, and so you don't want to do that. You don't want to um, do that. Even if you do a regular fast, you don't want to do that. So um, we're trying to create healthy choices, uh, trying to make healthy decisions. Fasting is all about creating a better you, a stronger you, um, a healthier you. And so having this information will help all of us uh, do that. So I hope this was really helpful for, especially for the people who have been asking about extended fasting and, you know, what all should I take when I extend fast? What do I need? Uh, what do I need to know? How do I break my fast? I hope this bit of information has been helpful. Um, again, I do have more information on my website on extended fasting. I also have some information on uh, my Instagram page. So feel free to go on there and, um, and and find more information there. Well, we've come to the end of another OMAD Mama podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this information useful. Please don't forget to share it with your friends. Please also subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. It really helps others find the podcast. 
Please remember that this podcast is not to be used as your source for medical advice. If you have any medical questions or concerns, please contact your doctor or medical provider. And before you go, check out the OMAD Mama website at www.omadmama.com. You'll find loads of information on intermittent fasting, OMAD, tips and tricks on how to begin your fasting journey. You'll also find the OMAD Mama blog where I talk about my journey as well as the latest intermittent fasting news. You can also always find me on Instagram at OMAD underscore mama underscore love or you can send me an email at marty m-a-r-t-i-e at omadmama.com. I'd really love to hear from you.